The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 478 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. I got one question for you guys. You know, you know what the question is. Anybody know what day is it today? It's Wednesday, baby. It's hump day. It's sticky V day, baby. We got college hoops, baby. We might have been onto something last night with these buy low situations, baby. Hope I don't, hope I don't get too offended about it today, baby. Diaper dander, baby. What is up, everyone? Uh, big day, another day in the arena. Uh, and as Dickie V mentioned, uh, our experiment. Uh, not too bad. Six and five last night. These buy low situations in college basketball. I'm looking back at the board. Uh, winners last night, Toledo on the money line, Utah on the money line, our buy low Southern Utah under 141 and a half. And then a good string to end the night with three straight wins. Georgia tech buy low under Oregon buy low under Santa Clara buy low under. So guys with college basketball, uh, being so erratic and so volatile, I actually have some confidence here uh, for the first time in a while, leaning on some money lines, some short, you know, minus one to minus two, minus two to minus three money lines, where we might have an edge here with Ken Palm and we got a line move. Uh, And then also, again, these buy low situations, these totals are so erratic that I think going blueprint, you know, old school, what I always look at, like, let's say a total opens 140, it's been bet down to, you know, 138, like, ooh, we got some sharp action under but if we have a, a 140 down to 138 and we have Ken Palm at a 143, buying low and taking that over 138, to me right now with the volatility in college basketball, 
is the way to go because I don't remember the last time uh, you know college hoops had a, had a had a decent night. It's just been brutal here recently, but I have some confidence. I'm excited. I think this experiment we might be onto something. Uh, and it was funny. I had a a great tweet um, from a good sharp buddy of mine. Uh, I want to give him a shout out here, but uh, let me just let me just throw it at you. Uh, what's my guy's name? Jay Woodson. Jay always listens. Jay's a wise guy. Uh, but he said, uh, we should be fading all sharp college basketball action at this point. It would be irresponsible to not be doing so at this point. So I don't want to get too far the other way and ignoring sharp action, but uh, I do think Jay's onto something here because uh, it's all about value. Uh, and with such uh, volatility and erratic nature of a lot of these plays, if we can buy low and get better numbers and still have an edge, to me, it's really these money line spots and these buy low totals that we can take advantage of. So six and five last night with college basketball. Great night in the NBA, three and one. Uh, really, those money lines came through for us. Uh, Miami plus two and a half to plus one and a half. They roll for us. New Orleans on the money line. Dallas on the money line. So three and one. Couldn't get the Detroit over. Didn't really come close there. But three and one NBA. Six and five college hoops. One and zero oh in the NHL. Uh, I already have uh, FOMO, and I miss NHL already, but a huge win by the Tampa Bay Lightning, plus 115 down to plus 105. Uh, got a big uh, late goal there to, to seal the deal. The annoying thing was college football. Uh, both dogs uh, got led to the slaughter there, unfortunately. Uh, of course, this is how betting can really annoy you. You know, you have all these dog system, all these dog matches, and you beat the closing lines. Like, if we look at those lines yesterday, guys, and I know this is like no one wants to hear about closing line talk when you lose, but uh, all those books were at that time Kent plus three and a half. Kent gets down to three. Uh, we beat the closing line, and then uh, they play zero defense and get rolled there. San Diego State UTSA. Got a plus three with uh, UTSA. What happens? Juiced up, and a lot of books fall to two and a half. And then, of course, UTSA loses by 14. So we're reading the lines right, just not coming through. Uh, but I did forget to mention Tuesday Night Football. Uh, one and one. So we got our Philly teaser, which was nice. Uh, teasing Philly down six and a half, down to a minus half point. Uh, and also got the under. 41 and a half uh, up to 47 and a half. So teasing up the total, taking the under with teasing Philly down. Got a win there. Seattle plus seven. Uh, I was annoyed by that one. I'm looking back at it and say, man, I should have maybe teased Seattle up. Uh, and of course, taken that, uh, that tease up uh, under, I think that's the angle. Now guys, if you're on a dog, tease them up. And then if you're going to look for a dance partner, take the total and tease it up as well. And then go under. Uh, so one and one lost Seattle, got our Philly teaser overall guys turned a small profit 11 and nine plus 0 0.3 uh, plus 0 0.34 units for our Tuesday here. Uh, so we got a little momentum. Let's see if we can carry it over into a big Wednesday hump day for the team. So tons to get to today, guys. I uh, got a breakdown here with college football. Uh, we have a bowl game here tonight, Missouri and Army. Interesting movement, some opt-outs, see if we can attack this one uh, in the right direction. Also NBA, uh, kind of a small slate NBA, only six games, but I got two, uh, two plays that I wanted to mention, two totals in particular. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any of those. Uh, it wasn't last night great. All those like short like dog to fave uh, or fave become more of a favorite line moves like uh, with the Pelicans and um, you know obviously with uh, with the Mavs there. But either way, uh, got both. Uh, so we're gonna see if we can uh, transition over to some NBA tonight. Two totals in particular. And then college basketball for the first time in a while. For the first time in weeks, I'm actually excited. Uh, it's almost like old times. I remember like, yeah, I actually used to really love college basketball. Like college basketball is one of my best and favorite sports. Uh, not so far this year, but I think we may have. I don't want to get premature here. I don't want to say we cracked the code, but with college basketball, it's like flying by the seat of your pants. Sticking to what we do, which was has been profitable historically, has been getting pretty much uh, slaughtered here so far this year. So you got to, you know, roll with the punches and, and, and get a blueprint. So my blueprint 
uh, again, are, are money lining these short, you know, line moves. And then also uh, looking at these buy low opportunities. So we got a bunch of buy low spots tonight in college. And again, for the first time in a while, I'm actually excited and a uh, little, little tiny little confidence here going into today with some college hoops. So nine plays in college hoops I wanted to mention. And then, of course, NFL. We're going to update some NFL numbers. I wrote an NFL Sharp report uh, for the Visa newsletter today. Uh, and there are a couple games in particular uh, with some really interesting line movement. We'll talk about the Colts in Arizona, uh, among others. But kind of start to uh, slowly walk into our NFL card for this weekend. But I'll give you a perfect example of why with COVID right now, it's so much better to wait on these numbers. And again, we want to pick off some numbers early in the week. You know, if we see a, uh, you know, a book at, uh, you know, minus three and a half that's juiced up um, and it looks like it's going to fall to three, then, hey, on a Monday or Tuesday, we want to get the hook because we want to, uh, you know, that could be the difference between a win and a loss. But I'll give you a perfect example of why you should wait for these numbers. Uh, I was looking at uh, Jacksonville and the New York Jets. Uh, the New York Jets, believe it or not, were pretty sharp. Open minus one and a half. They got up to two and a half. I'm saying, okay, let's fade the Jags. Jets got a little mojo cooking at home. Could be a money line spot. And then what happens? Robert Salah test positive here today. And now that Jets line is pretty much, I'm seeing down to a pick them here. So that's a perfect example of why we want to wait. But we're going to wet our whistle, at least have a you know a couple games to monitor here. We'll finish off with uh, an early NFL Week 16 uh, sharp report, which I do think uh, leaning on some totals, teasing them up and going under uh, is going to be something I'm going to try to attack uh, this week and, of course, uh, as we uh, finish off the regular season. But anyway, guys, a big day in the arena off a uh, slightly profitable night last night. Uh, Ten units, one unit, point three, four units, whatever it may be, any day in the green, if you ask me, is a good day. So let's see if we can get some momentum going into a big Wednesday, everyone. Uh, reminder, uh, quick housekeeping before we dive into our games and dive into, uh, obviously, our bowl game today. Uh, I wanted to mention some quick housekeeping. So if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN All Access, or sorry, sign up for the VEASAN Newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. It's very, very simple. But once you do that, it costs you nothing. It's totally free. And then if you're listening to this pod, you care about sports betting. You want to get sharper. You want to get better. Uh, you want to stay plugged in everything that's happening. The VEASAN Newsletter newsletter does that for you uh it's got a ton of great information you get it every morning when you wake up it's got a run out of all the programs that day once again we'll be back at it betting cross america me and my guy mike pritch 3 to 4 p.m eastern time you also get promos for legal sports books i see a big one here from BetMGM. so if you're in a newly legalized state uh, you can take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. So, so we got some good promos. Uh, and then, of course, you'll get my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every single day. You'll get Dave Tooley's ATS report and Tooley's takes, which I love reading. You'll get Andy McNeil's daily NHL column. Sadly for Andy, he's got a few days off here. I wish we had hockey, but hopefully uh, this little pause here will, will kind of dissipate the COVID and we can get back to betting hockey because it was a good uh, good end to our last game for a few days with the Lightning last night. I love seeing that that money line uh, uh, plus money cash. It's always good to cash a dog in the NHL because we lean on a lot of favorites. But uh, anyway, guys, you also get uh, JVT's daily NBA column. We got sports betting tips, information, uh, glossary of terms, how to bet, uh, a lot of resources there. So it's free. It costs you nothing. VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Sign up and get it every day. Uh, and then, of course, you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey. I saw our new uh, our new uh, Points Red Weekly magazine just came out today, which is a great resource. Uh, and that's what you get, a big part of what you get when, when you become an all-access VEASAN member. Uh, we have a great Super Bowl special right now, only $39.99, 40 bucks, and it's going to get you our bowl game betting guide. It's going to get you uh, all of the best bet picks and Brent Musburger's plays for all the bowl games and all the breakdowns and the power ratings. You also get every Points Red Weekly magazine. You get those afternoon uh, emails, afternoon best bet emails from all the uh, picks from all the guests and the hosts. 
You'll get all of our uh, live streaming of all the shows, VEASAN.com. And then, of course, you'll get all of our betting guides, everything behind the paywall, stat splits. And as we uh, as we all love, those low bets, higher dollars, uh, percentage bets, percentage handle, line moves uh, from both uh, Bet, uh, BetMGM and DraftKings. Great to get. So we have a 10-day free trial. If you like it, you can get the uh, holiday promo here, Super Bowl promo, everything now until the Super Bowl. Again, for only 40 bucks. Uh, or you can go monthly. You can get the annual, save some money. Or you can cancel before the 10 days are up and you will not be charged. But it's well, well worth it. And you're listen- Seriously, if you're listening to this pod, then you're serious about sports betting uh, and you want to get better. And uh, we have a great resource to kind of guide you in the right direction. Uh, lastly, guys, before we dive into it, um, we have, uh, of course, uh, the importance of Twitter, uh, especially right now with COVID popping up and, uh, you know, seeing people test positive and lines moving and injuries and starting goalies, starting pitchers, uh, all this stuff. It's really important to stay plugged in uh, and be able to search, you know, players use tweet deck, which is a good resource as well. It's a way to kind of have different columns on your Twitter. Maybe you want to search one player in particular who's questionable and you want to be the first to know if he's in or out. Uh, You can take advantage there. You can follow local beat reporters, get insights and information, and you can also, um, you know, create a gambling community, which I love being able to DM people, talk to people, talk about games, you know, throw some throw some stuff against the wall and see what sticks. Uh, but that's a great way to communicate and stay plugged in everything that's going on in the world of betting. Uh, so make sure you get on Twitter and follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership, and you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always email me questions, comments, suggestions, whatever it may be. You just want to say hello. You, you need to get referred to a new sports book. Let me know, and I'll uh, guide you in the right direction the best that I can. Uh, or if you just want to say hi, uh, you can always email me, josh at vcin.com. So that being said, guys, uh, like I mentioned, we got a bowl game today. We got some NBA. We got some college hoops. We're going to look at an early NFL Week 16 sharp report. But let's start with a little college football talk because we have one college football bowl game today. Uh, so I want to make sure I get this straight because uh, I think it's hilarious um, how these you know bowl game names just get crazier and crazier every single year. Um, any, uh, any, I want to give a shout out anyone who's read the book Infinite Jest. Uh, I was a uh, an English major at the University of Vermont. Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace, my favorite, uh, my one of my favorite authors, uh, and that's my favorite book of all time. But uh, he would title every chapter of his book like um, the year of the uh, depends undergarment, uh, this or that, or like the crazy different like titles. And I feel like he like predicted how these uh, how these bowl games just have crazy titles. So this is the uh, this one's not that crazy. Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. But, uh, guys, what are we looking at for this one? So, let's see. Missouri, 6-6, six and six, playing Army, 8-4. and four. Uh, Down the stretch, you had, um, obviously, um, Army losing to Navy, but 17-13 uh, there, which was great for us because we had the under in that game. Uh, but prior to that, Army had won a bunch of games in a row. You look at uh, Missouri. They went 2-2 two and two down the stretch, lost to Arkansas, 34-17. So, guys, what we're seeing with this one is a couple things. Two huge line moves. Uh, number one, big line move to Army. Uh, Army open as around a three and a half point favorite. We've seen this line get all the way up to six and a half or even seven. Uh, we've also seen this total really drop 61 and a half uh, down to 53 and a half. And what's the reason for this? Anytime you see a big line move in a bowl game, automatically look, uh, you know, look it up, you know, do some Google research, do some Twitter research. It's probably going to be caused by uh, opt outs for the NFL or injuries or COVID. Well, this is mostly injuries and, and uh, opt-outs for the NFL. Missouri is down a bunch of players here. Uh, they're they're down their three uh, three defensive starters uh, in terms of injuries and opt-outs. Uh, they're also down their star running back Tyler Beatty, uh, who is opting out because he's going to go to the NFL. Uh, he led the SEC in rushing, and they're also down their top three tight ends. So Missouri, if you're asking yourself why did the line go big to Army, why did the total drop a lot, it's because Missouri is down a bunch of players. 
Um, so at this point, guys, you can think of it this way. If you don't want to outsmart yourself, hey, lay the points with Army. Uh, if you're going to lay, if you're going to do that, then do it before it gets to seven. Shop around and try to get a six and a half. Um, you can also say, hey, all these guys are out on, uh, you know, on offense and good running backs out for Missouri. Take the under 53 and a half. I get that. I think that's what a lot of people are doing as of right now. Uh, had a, a, um, a breakdown here from BetMGM from my buddy John Ewing, which I always love referencing here. Uh, but currently we have 74% of bets on Army, 81% of dollars. And again, they open minus three and a half, they're up to minus six and a half. So, you know, you're with the public, but I don't think it's just public. You know, you're getting a little bit more money. You have a big line move toward Army. So we totally get that. Uh, in terms of the under, uh, again, 60, what did I say? 61 down to 53 and a half, 69% of bets, 80% of money is on the under. So it's just all these opt-outs, uh, injuries, and of course, big money to army in the under that's causing this line move. So how do we attack this thing, guys? Uh, I'm going to take a, a play out of our handbook last night in college, uh, college football, um, or sorry, in college basketball. I'm going to, I'm going to buy low and take the, uh, the over here, guys. I'll tell you why. Number one, um, ironically after, you know, dogs have been killing it all year, uh, or since bowl game started, you get both dogs to Oh, and two yesterday, taking the slaughter. It's always fun when like all these dogs are covering. And then when you bet these dogs, they lose You just got to love betting. But anyway, guys, uh, overs, 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 overs are nine and four in bowl games this year. And I just think at this point with the line all the way down to 53 and a half after again, opening 61, 61 and a half. I think there's value to buying low and taking the over 53 and a half right now. Number one, in terms of, you know, weather and where this game is going to be played, it's going to be played at Amon G Carter stadium in Texas. Uh, it's going to be a great night here. It's 50 degrees. There's zero wind. So weather's great, great football weather here. Um, the other thing is, you know, I think you're going to get some more points than you expect because uh, number one, army is a great rushing team, which I don't like betting army overs. Obviously army Navy, we, you know, we had a great under hit there. Um, but with a really good rush offense and Missouri down a bunch of defensive players, especially on the defensive line, I think you get uh, a really good running game here from Army. Now, I also think Missouri, uh, they have a, I think the backup quarterback is playing this one, but um, I think you're going to have to throw the ball. Uh, I don't think you want to run, you know, face first into this great Army defense here, especially missing your top running back, Tyler Beatty. Uh, so I think, you know, the game plan to me, like when we saw the Patriots play the Bills and it was windy and we said, or, uh, you know, uh, Bill Belichick said, Mac Jones, you're not going to throw it at all. I would say, uh, you know, Missouri, if you're if you're smart at all, um, you're going to say, hey, why run into this uh, teeth of this great defense? Let's throw it because Army isn't used to defending the pass. So um, I think you get more points than you expect. It's great weather. We're buying low on a deflated number. I think you get a lot of points here uh, from Army against a bad rush defense. And I think Missouri, a team who averaged uh, a lot of points during the year, I think around 30 points a game, and they're giving up like 34 I think they uh, they get a little bit of theirs too if you can kind of focus on the pass. So uh, again, there could be differing opinions here, guys. If you don't want to outsmart yourself and you want to lay the points with Army because everyone's out, I get it. I just can't do that now because you're getting the worst of the number and Missouri is only getting, what do we say, 20% of bets, 25% of bets, 26% of bets. You know, part of me is like, that's really a buy low inflated line contrarian standpoint, but I don't want to back it because all these guys are out. So uh, again, if you want to put on hazmat Mizzou, make sure you get the seven. If you want to bet Army uh, with all these guys out in Mizzou, make sure you get the six and a half. Uh, and if you want to go under, because, uh, again, a lot of these guys are out and Army chews up the clock, I get that too. I think it's a tough game to cap based on these movements. But uh, my play is buying low on the over 53 and a half, trying to take advantage of this great over trend uh, in, in college football with overs in the bowl games now nine and four. So uh, that's my play. Mizzou Army over. 53 and a half. I feel like I'm getting the best of the number now since it's dropped so much. 
Uh, now let's transition over to a little bit of NBA, uh, a little bit of NBA talk. And again, great night in the NBA last night. Uh, we got the Miami Heat, the the, uh, the Pelicans, the Dallas Mavs, three and one. So I will take that every single time. Uh, only two games that really caught my eye tonight, guys, but I think there's some good value on both. So I'll tell you the first one. Uh, Cleveland Cavs, Boston Celtics. There's a lot of COVID on both of these teams, guys. Um, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Okoro, a uh, bunch of you know bench players here for the Cavs, which kind of stinks for them because they've been a great surprise here. Cavs are 25 and 5 ATS. They're 19 and 12 overall. But you're missing really in particular Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Um, now on the Celtics side, you're going to be down Al Horford, uh, Josh Richardson, a bunch of these backup players. Believe it or not, the Celtics signed Joe Johnson, who's like 40 years old, uh, bringing uh, coming back to the team that drafted. I remember back in the day watching Celtics games with my dad. Uh, that must have been in high school, man. That was forever ago. Uh, yeah, it must have been like I'm 34. I was I was 14 watching Joe Johnson with my dad. Uh, but anyway, uh, any Tony Delk fans out there? Any Rodney Rogers fans out there? Uh, if you're a Celts Bostonian, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, bunch of guys out on both sides. And one thing that we've learned with COVID, uh, I think you know with the NBA in particular, we're kind of seeing it in the NBA and uh, the NFL as well, is that when you get a lot of guys out and you bring in kind of these backups, I feel like they're not as good offensively. Uh, so for the NFL, you're bringing in, you know, backup receivers, backup linemen, da, 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 you know, NBA, you're bringing in, you know, uh, G league guys, uh, backup players who uh, aren't as good shooters or, uh, you know, offensively. Um, and then obviously, you know, defense is all about effort. So this is a long winded way of saying, um, I've seen a huge move to this Cavs Celtics over, uh, the total opened at, I want to say two twelve. saw two twelve, two twelve and a half. It's all the way up to two seventeen. I think there's a good spot to buy low and take the under, 217 that's my play tonight guys number one you have a, a bunch of over refs or sorry a bunch of under refs uh jb derosa matt bull and tom washington all great to the under between 51 and 54 percent so uh hopefully we get uh you know not a lot of not a lot of fouls no whistles no free throws but also guys both these teams great to the under this year uh cleveland 20 and 11 to the under boston 17 and 13 to the under cleveland 5 and 1 to the under their last six both teams are slow paced. Celtics are 19th in pace, Cleveland 18th in pace. So you're kind of bottom half in terms of pace and you're both bottom half in terms of offense, both bottom 15 offensively and Cleveland is number three defensively. So you add it all up after a big line move 212 all the way up to 217. I'm going to buy low, take the under 217 for the Cavs and the Celtics. Uh, one system I do like this year when the total is 215 or more, take the under it's 56%. It's 159 and 125 this year. So my first bet in the NBA uh, Celtics under 217. Uh, and then my only other bet, guys, uh, try to be selective. There wasn't a ton. A lot of these spreads are pretty big here. And with COVID, you know, we don't know who's in and who's out with some of these games. So I want to kind of lean on the games that we kind of have a feel for who's going to play. But my only other play, guys, is the under in the Clippers-Kings game. Uh, Clippers-Kings, it's a 10 o'clock game. Total open 220. It's been bet down to 219.5. Looks like it may get down to 219. Try to get the hook 219.5 if you can. Um, but what jumped out to me here, guys, aside from uh, just a classic reverse line move, we have a big heavy majority of bets on the over, yet the total has fallen. So reverse line movement. Uh, also, you know, a lot of these games are 738. This is a 10 o'clock game. Uh, so it's going to be your most heavily bet game of the night. Um, and we have, I'm seeing like almost 80%, 60%, like 65, 70% of bets on the over, yet the total is falling. So again, reverse line movement, but also uh, both teams bottom 12 offensively. Clippers um, are number five defensively. They play really good defense. Uh, and then Clippers, four and one to the under their last five, uh, four and two to the under uh, their last six head-to-head. -head. 
So I think maybe, uh, and I think there's some injuries too. Yeah, you got COVID with Bagley, Devion Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, a um, bunch of guys out uh, for the uh, the Kings there. So again, backups, let's get some unders. Um, that's going to be my angle here. So I'm on the Sacramento Kings Clippers under uh, under 219.5 with the Celtics under 217. Uh, so those are a couple NBA plays to chew on. Uh, and I don't know if you're going to join me in that college football bowl game by low over, but I'm on that by low over 53 and a half for army, uh, and for, um, uh, for army in Missouri. Uh, there you have it guys halfway through the pod, but we got much more to get to. I am actually optimistic. I'm feeling good. I, I I'm not feeling great, but I'm feeling good. I feel like uh, college basketball, we may finally have a blueprint that hopefully will give us some results that we're looking for. So don't go anywhere. We get back. Uh, after a good night in college hoops last night, we're going to see if we can keep it rolling here. I got nine college hoops plays, a lot of buy low opportunities, some money line opportunities. We'll run through it all when we return on episode 478 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat, the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations uh, of this uh, of this difficult racket that we uh, that we love being uh, being a part of, getting in the arena uh, and, uh, and hoping to cash some bets, uh, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. Going to finish up strong with college hoops, uh, continuing our buy low experiment, and then a look toward the NFL Week 16 with some early numbers moving uh, and some COVID situations, obviously uh, giving us a headache here with line moves. But don't go anywhere. College hoops and NFL Week 16 early sharp report when we return on episode 478 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Toward our Tuesday night there, 11 and 9 plus 0.34 units. So, uh, hey, tip your cap to the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. That really flipped a slight losing night to a slight winning night. Uh, I loved any time you can catch an NHL dog. Uh, and, man, Tampa Bay, they are so slick. If anyone saw that Stamkos one-timer to give us the win, uh, you'll love it. Nice job, Stammy. But, anyway, let's tr- transition over to college hoops because, again, 6 and 5 college hoops. And when uh, you feel like college hoop- hoops is just, you know, old yeller getting taken to the woodshed, uh, I, I, I honestly don't remember the last time I had a winning night in college basketball. That's how bad it's been. Uh, so it's good to actually, uh, you know, uh, make some progress here with kind of our experiment. So anyone who didn't listen to yesterday's pod, um, and of course, uh, I know you all listen because you're, uh, you're, you're true grinders, true OGs. But anyway, with the erratic nature, I just want to reset the stage with kind of how to attack college basketball, which, uh, again, decent results last night, um, is really these bylaw opportunities. So again, with so much volatility, erratic nature, uh, I feel like these sharp moves are just not coming through for us in college. And it'll turn, they'll start coming through. But in the meantime, I think there's value to really buying low on crazy line moves. So I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, if you look toward, uh, if you look toward yesterday, uh, let me give you an example because this is going to probably illustrate it perfectly. Uh, but Georgia Tech um, and Georgia State. So here's a good example. Um, this game with the total open at 143. It got bet up all the way to 147.5. So that total went up 4.5 points. Uh, Ken Palm had a 146. Greg Hoops, Greg Hoops had a 143. Um, if you're taking that over, uh, you're getting the worst of it. If you're taking over 147.5, again, it opened 143.5. So um, what you could do is actually buy low and take the under. Uh, and that came through for us. It was a 72-62 to 62 game. Uh, landed on, what was that, uh, 134. So the whole point, guys, is with crazy stuff going on right now in college hoops, I think the value right now is looking at huge line moves to totals. And then if you have a Ken Palm edge, and if maybe if Greg Hoops is bullish on something, uh, and maybe we can dig deeper into tempo, uh, that's really where we can make some money. Um, the other example from last night was Santa Clara. Uh, so look at that, that late night Santa Clara game. Uh, total open 145, got all the way up to 148. You buy low, take the under 148 uh, with San Jose State, a, a 67 tempo there, 8-3, and three, last 11 at home. Uh, boom, that thing sails under. So if you get what I'm saying here, the whole point is 
If you want to do it on your own, uh, and we'll go over all the games today that to me have the biggest discrepancy, I think you need at least a three-point discrepancy from the total to the current. And then if you still have an edge there from some analytics guys that we respect, you can fire on it. That's kind of my take. And then also uh, take that's kind of been decent all year. The one thing that's been okay is a lot of these money line plays. So like Utah and Toledo uh, couldn't get Citadel last night, unfortunately, but um, those short, like minus two to minus three, got some line movement. Ken Palm's got him winning by four. Those type of money line plays are, that's something that I'm also going to lean on. So long story short, the experiment continues. Let's see if we can uh, see if we can take it to the next level today. But first one on the board for me, guys, um, another, this is going to be your first of your buy low opportunities. Southern Illinois and San Francisco. I'm going to go uh, over in this one, and I'll tell you why. Uh, San Francisco and Southern Illinois this is a 5 o'clock game. All these games are 5 o'clock or later. There's some early games, but I didn't see a ton, uh, and some of these were taking place after uh, the pod came out. Um, but uh, Southern Illinois and San Francisco, total open 126.5, 127. It's been bet all the way down to 123, 123.5, uh, 123. So, again, definitely some under money, cause this thing to drop. But if it opened 126 and a half, 127, it's down to 123, 123 and a half. If you're betting the under, you're getting the worst of it. Now, again, it could sail under. I hope it doesn't because I'm going to buy low and take the over. But the whole point here, guys, is in terms of value, uh, there's no longer value. And doesn't. And again, there's a difference between value and like what ends up happening. Because value can win, value can lose. But if you consistently uh, bet based on value, you're going to be profitable long term. So again, 126, 127 and a half, down to 123 and a half. Think of it this way too, like all those sharps who bet the early San Francisco under 126 and a half, under 125, under 124, you know, it lands 123, uh, 123 and a half, or you can't land obviously on a half number, but uh, lands 123, all those early sharps cash. Whereas if you get the now under 123, you push, or let's say it lands 124 and they cash, but you have a late under 123 and a half, you get the worst of it and you lose. That's the whole point of really buying low here. So uh, Ken Palm's got a 125 in this game. Greg Hoops has a 128 in this game. I'm going to buy low and take the over 123 with Southern Illinois and San Francisco. Uh, we can, let's see if San Fran can put up some points. They average about 74 a game. Uh, and you have seen uh, Southern Illinois. I think they're 2-0 to the over their last two. So let's see if we can get some points there. Buy low over San Fran 123. Uh, next play for me, another buy low. We're going to continue this experiment. Buy low over with Troy and Mercer. Uh, Troy Mercer, uh, it opened at 136, so met down to 133.5. So I'm going to buy low, take the over 133.5. Ken Palm's got a 136. Greg Hoops, our guy, has a 142.5. So this is kind of the discrepancy that I'm talking about, guys. If if the total falls and uh, you know Ken Palm and Greg Hoops has, have a higher number, we feel like we are getting value now at this point. And you do have uh, Mercer, who I think are 5-1 and one to the over their last six. So maybe we get some points here. Uh, I'm on the buy low over Mercer, 133.5, again, after it opened 136. Uh, next one up for me. Um, let me flip the page on my notebook. Western Kentucky in Kentucky, another buy low over opportunity. Western Kentucky in Kentucky, total open 144 or 143.5. We've seen it get all the way down to 140, uh, 140.5. I bought low and took the over 140.5 here, guys. Uh, Ken Palm's got a 144. Greg Hoops has a 144.5. Uh, and they're both averaging about 80 points a game. So pretty good offense. Uh, we do have uh, Western Kentucky 6-4 and four, uh, to the over on the year. Western Kentucky has been putting up a lot of points, and I think they're, what, 2-0, and 3-1 to the over their last four, something like that. Uh, so I'm going to see if we can get some points and buy low uh, on this. And Western Kentucky, I think, is pretty quick in terms of pace as well. 
But I'm on that buy low over Western Kentucky, 140.5, again, after it opened at uh, 144, 143.5. Uh, next one up, don't forget our money line plays. I'm going Old Dominion. Old Dominion, baby, on the money line. Uh, Old Dominion at home against uh, College of Charleston. Old Dominion opened uh, lane two, lane three. Seen it get up to minus three or, my, or sorry, minus three and a half. I see one book even maybe going to minus four. Uh, but Ken Palm's got Old Dominion winning by three. Greg Hoops has him winning by two and a half. Um, and I think you're really banking. It's kind of a big contrast in style. Like College of Charleston's offense is better. They're averaging 80 a game, only 63 Old Dominion. But College of Charleston defense is god awful. They're also giving up 80 a game. Uh, and Old Dominion uh, is only giving up 64. So I think that defense of Old Dominion is really what you're banking on here. Uh, and if you look at um, kind of recent performance, you're kind of buying low on a uh, on an Old Dominion team who's lost two straight. Uh, but they're 11-point dog against Richmond their last game. They lose by six and cover that number. So I like this movement toward Old Dominion. Um, and, again, banking on their defense and a slight Ken Palm edge here. Uh, and the reason why is money line. I'm going money line because I'm not laying a three-and-a-half uh, on the off chance, you know, they only win by a couple. This is a minus 160 money line uh, for me with Old Dominion. So Old Dominion on the money line. Uh, next play, Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. Let's go, Georgia. Georgia's always on my mind. Georgia, baby. Let's go Bulldogs. Uh, they're at home against East Tennessee State. Uh, they open minus 2.5. They're up to minus 3. I see some minus 3s that make it to 3.5. This is very similar to that Old Dominion play. So I'm going to go UGA on the money line. Again, another minus 160 here. Greg Hoops uh, has him winning by six and a half. Greg Hoops is pretty bullish on Georgia here. I like that. Now, uh, Ken Palm only has him winning by one. But you look at Georgia uh, playing well as of late. They're three and one their last four. ETSU has lost uh, two straight. And this is kind of a big program against a small program. Uh, and even though Georgia is only five and six, East Tennessee State seven and five, this is a step up in weight class for East Tennessee State. So give me Georgia at home. Just win the damn game. Minus 160 on the money line. Uh, next one up for me. Let's get back to our buy low opportunities here. I'm going to go uh, buy low and take the under in the Hofstra-Monmouth game. Hofstra and Monmouth opened at 146.5 as a total. It's been bet up all the way to 150.5. So you've ticked up uh, four big points here for this Hofstra-Monmouth play. So again, respected money. Uh, probably hit the over there early. But Ken Palm's got a 143. Greg Hoops has a 146. Both these teams are on the slower end in terms of tempo. They're both 69 tempo. Remember, anything 70 or low is, is a slower end tempo. Anything 70 or higher is a higher end tempo. And Monmouth is 4-1 and one, uh, to the under the last five. So I'm going to bank on a lower scoring game, take advantage of this big move. Uh, and again, Ken Palm has a 143. Uh, it opened 146.5. It's now up to 150.5. I'm going to jump in now, get the under 150.5 for Hofstra and Monmouth. Another buy low opportunity here. Uh, another buy low opportunity, uh, Arizona and Tennessee. I'm going to buy low, get the under uh, 153.5. It was 154 at one point. I think it just dropped to 153.5. But try to get the hook here, 153.5. Anyway, uh, total opened at 149. Been bet up all the way to 153.5. So, again, you're up, uh, what, uh, 4.5 points there. Uh, Ken Palm's got a 148. Greg Coops has a 146. And, again, if you're betting the over 154.5 or 153.5 now, you're getting the worst of it. It opened 149. So let's go the other way. Tennessee is 4-2 and two to the under their last six. Uh, maybe this is almost a two good teams, like, um, you know, two good teams, almost that contrarian uh, teams, uh, contrarian unders for winning team system uh, that I like to lean on in baseball sometimes. But um, that is a buy low under 153.5 for me, again, with Ken Palm 
uh, and Greg Hoops edge a little bit lower there. So give me Arizona inflated under 153 and a half. Uh, and then uh, a couple more here, guys. Uh, this is a, a team that cashing over for us the other day. Going to try to do it again here. Missouri KC, UMKC, uh, playing South Dakota. This total opened 130. It's been bet down to 128. I see one book at 127 and a half. I jumped in and got the uh, buy low over 128. Uh, Ken Palm's got a 131. Greg Hoops has a 129 and a half. This is really a play on South Dakota. Uh, they're 7-2-1 and one to the over this season. They're 4-0 to the over, the over their last four. And both teams are averaging about 70 points a game. So I think we get some points here. Um, and again, uh, UMKC cashed us an over last game. Uh, I'm going to root for another over here. Uh, see if we can get it. I'm on the buy low over 128. Missouri KC again after opening at 130. Uh, and then the last one of the night. Uh, how about another buy low over uh, Missouri State and St. Mary's. Uh, St. Mary's, we know they're a notorious under team. So hopefully I don't jinx it here. They're 9-3 and three to the under. But this is a value play. Uh, total open, this is a 10 o'clock game, late night, Missouri State and St. Mary's. Total open 131. It's down to 127. I see a 126 and a half, guys. I see a 126, actually. Uh, see if you can buy low, get the over 126. Uh, again, opening 130, 131, down to 126. It's a five-point dip. Uh, Ken Palm's got a 130. Greg Hoops has a 130 and a half. And Missouri State is averaging about 80 points a game. So, again, I know St. Mary's is really good defensively. They only give up 58 a game defensively. But I think Missouri State gets a little bit of theirs uh, playing uh, St. Mary's. And uh, we do have um, this Missouri State team giving up about 70 a game uh, with St. Mary's averaging almost 68 a game. Uh, so I think we get some points there. And, again, this whole blueprint, this whole experiment, guys, are these buy-low opportunities, trying to get good numbers after big moves. So uh, for those playing at home, uh, San Fran, buy low over 123. Troy, buy low. Um, let's see. Troy, what did I say for Troy? Did I even mention the Troy game? Did I skip that game? Uh, Troy and Mercer. Did I talk about that? I, I'm losing my mind. I think I did. Anyway, Troy Mercer, that opened 136. It's down to uh, 133 and a half. I took the over 133 and a half. Uh, Ken Palm's got a 136. Greg Hoops has a 142 and a half. So again, I don't even know if I mentioned that. But anyway, uh, I'm on the Troy buy low over. 133 and a half. Uh, Western Kentucky buy low over 140 and a half. Old Dominion money line minus 160. UGA, let's go dogs. Money line minus 160. Hofstra buy low under 150 and a half. Arizona buy low under 153 and a half. Uh, and then UMKC buy low over 128. And St. Mary's buy low over, uh, what do we say there? 126. Hopefully, if you can get it. So let's see if we can uh, continue to build. Uh, with this little blueprint that we came up with, which, uh, again, I'm optimistic that we might be onto something here. But uh, transition over, guys, to a little bit of NFL. Again, take it with a grain of salt. COVID's popping up. Robert Salah just tested positive. The, the Chiefs have a lot of COVID. So, again, this is the ultimate, you know, this is now a couple weeks we're having to deal with this with Omicron and everything. Um, but wait it out. That's my biggest tip for everybody. Uh, and you can do whatever you want, whatever you feel comfortable with. But with all the uncertainty, the time is right to just wait these things out and know for sure who's in and who's out and then maybe look at teaser opportunities. So uh, first one to me that I really like looking at a Christmas night game, uh, Indianapolis and Arizona. Seen a ton of sharp money hit the Indianapolis Colts. This is kind of a no-brainer. Um, I'm worried it may become a trendy play here, but Arizona struggled, lost two in a row. Colts uh, obviously beat my Patriots here with that sharp move last week which, uh, again, I teased up and didn't come through for me. But you do have a little bit of a rest advantage for the Colts. They played Saturday. Arizona played Sunday. Arizona banged up. Colts playing very well. Uh, this line actually opened look ahead. Uh, Arizona laying four and a half. 
The line is down to a pick them, and I see some shops who may even flip to Indy as a one-point favorite. So a lot of movement toward the Colts here. I'm looking at the Colts. This could be a money line play on the Colts. You could also, if you want to give yourself some wiggle room, could be a tease-up play, you know, pick them to plus six. That could be worth a look. Uh, but a lot of money coming in on the Indianapolis Colts here, and I want to be on that sharp side. Uh, Miami as a Monday night game against New Orleans. Uh, I was looking at Miami waiting for a hook with a three and a half. A lot of these books open New Orleans at home laying three and a half. It's down to three. But all the threes on New Orleans are minus three, minus 120. So it looks like it may get get back up to three and a half. I'm holding out for the hook. We have seen, obviously, these primetime dogs do very well. Uh, short road dogs, three or less, 67% ATS this year. Uh, so I think that could be a Miami wait for the three and a half or tease that thing uh, up a little bit, three and a half up to nine and a half. And again, perfect example yesterday, why teasers are important this time of year. You get Seattle plus seven. Uh, I had Seattle plus seven. You lose your bet. You tease them up. You would have covered. Uh, and if you teased up that total uh, and took the under again, not, uh, another time of year right now to really target these unders, especially with COVID. Uh, but yeah, I am looking at Miami and a possible tease there. Uh, another play I've seen enough. I've seen enough with the Chicago Bears. This Bears team is just pathetic. Literally bad news Bears. They can't even, like, snap the ball right. Uh, COVID, all these issues. Uh, I think Seattle Seahawks are in a great teaser spot. Uh, Seahawks, believe it or not, open minus seven. Uh, I did see this get to six and a half, so I think there was some Chicago money that came in. But if you're giving me Justin Fields against Russell Wilson, uh, I'm taking Wilson every time. But I'm not laying the six and a half. I'm going to take six and a half with the Seattle, tease them down to minus a half point. Uh, Why is that important? Because uh, all you got to do is win the game there at that point. Uh, and again, maybe Seattle, uh, maybe um, Chicago, you know, plays well. Who knows? Uh, but I think taking down Seattle at home, is Fields going to walk into Seattle with this god-awful Chicago Bears team and, and get a win? I don't think so. I like teasing Seattle down. Uh, Minnesota, another tease opportunity. Um, sees some sharp action on Minnesota. The Rams are going to Minnesota. Rams open lane three and a half. The line is down to three. Uh, so seen some movement back toward Minnesota. Uh, if that three looks like it may get down to two and a half, it's trending down Minnesota two and a half. So, uh, if you like the three, that's probably the best you're going to get on the conventional spread. But again, another teaser opportunity with Minnesota. Uh, you can either grab the three. Now you could tease them up three to nine. You could get the two and a half up to eight and a half. Uh, but I like Minnesota there. Uh, keep an eye on them as a tease opportunity. Uh, the other play I was looking at is Cincinnati at home against Baltimore. Um, this open like minus two. Uh, for Cincinnati at home, it's up to two and a half. Baltimore's banged up. I was looking at uh, Cincy maybe as a money line play. Uh, the Bengals on the money line are, I think they are, let me find it for you, minus one, what are they, minus 130, minus 135, uh, but a little movement towards Cincy. Um, and then there's a lot of uh, COVID-based moves. So the Chargers in Houston, uh, Chargers open laying 11. It's down to nine and a half. Some money coming in on Houston, but really it's Chargers have a bunch of COVID going through their locker room. Um, the other big COVID play was Pittsburgh and Kansas city. Uh, chiefs are, I think I just saw something. Don't quote me on this, but did Travis Kelsey get upgraded to probable? I'm not sure, but Kelsey and Hill, uh, are both in COVID protocols. So, uh, obviously, uh, anytime you get big name offensive players out, I look to the total It opened at 48, it's down to 46 and a half, 46. Uh, and we did see at one point, Kansas city was, I think minus 10. That line is now down to – these lines are crazy. I don't even know what's real and what isn't anymore. I feel like I'm in uh, inception here, a dream within a dream. Uh, but I'm seeing seven and a half, eight and a half. So I'm seeing it back up to ten. Maybe Kelsey was upgraded a problem, ticked back up. But either way, um, you know, that's a, a COVID-based game where let's get some clarity before we uh, before we bet it. Uh, Washington and Dallas. Uh, I've seen movement toward Dallas. Uh, minus nine and a half up to ten and a half here with the boys. 
Uh, I would look at maybe teasing them down against Washington, but let's see about Heineke. And also, we did see some under money, 48 down to 46 and a half. You can maybe tease that up, take the under. Um, but I, uh, I think really my whole play here, guys, uh, is, is looking at a lot of these unders, teasing these totals up and going under with COVID. And if COVID didn't even exist, I like betting unders late in the year anyway because you have divisional matchups second time this year. Uh, you have a lot of weather situations. You have um, non-conference unders doing very well. This is kind of the angle. You get wind, all that stuff. Um, so I think that could be a way to attack a lot of these bets here, just uh, teasing them up and going under. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Um, reminder, if you enjoy the pod, uh, and again, I don't expect everyone to bet every game that we discuss, but hopefully it's uh, become part of a routine for you guys and you look forward to, hey, let's see let's see what games Josh uh, has got his eye on today. Again, you can tell you can fade, do whatever you want, but I hope this pod has been uh, informational for everyone. And um, again, uh, trying to win every bet that, that we mentioned, but that's just not realistic but kind of grinding that mentality. Um, the biggest thing for uh, what I want you guys to take away from the pod is thinking differently and leaning on data and numbers and taking your bias out of it and uh, being disciplined with your bankroll management, not not parlaying everything, thinking differently and knowing that, hey, if we're just the crowd, we're the sheep that bets everything else, then it's not going to come through long-term. It may come through yesterday, like what was it, 80% on the Rams and you had a late field goal, which kind of killed that push. But um, hey, long-term, the books always win. So I want to be on that contrarian side. So anyway, guys, uh, holidays are coming up here. Uh, your time is dwindling, but you can still get a stocking stuffer uh, for that person in your life who maybe needs an, exp an explanation of why they should stop betting parlays. Uh, but if you're looking for a late last minute Christmas gift, go to amazon.com, type in the everything guide to sports betting available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. Uh, transitioning from a public better when I started who never really won, but loved the sweat. Uh, to thinking differently and betting based on analytics and data and having a contrarian mindset. Uh, my book has everything I've learned in the industry, obviously, but um, if you're brand new to sports betting, I wrote it from the perspective of, hey, I wish people told me these things when I first started betting. You know, avoid parlays, very simple things. But anyway, guys, it's got a breakdown of all the glossary uh, of terms when it comes to sports betting, explains how lines are set and why they move how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to go contrarian, how to set up a bankroll management plan, how to place a bet in person or online. I got chapters for all the major sports. I got a chapter on um, kind of the mental side of betting. Uh, but if you want to pick one up, it would mean a lot to me. Uh, it could be a last-minute gift if you're scratching for one. Uh, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. If you've already bought it, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. It really means a lot to me. Uh, but anyway, guys, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, uh, how about Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun in newly legalized Connecticut uh, or the uh, the brand spanking new? I guess it's still brand spanking new, but Circa, uh, one of the best sports books I've ever been to. I love Stadium Swim. Uh, the day I was there was kind of windy, me and the GF, but we were watching a, a Bruins playoff game, uh, and they won that day, which was nice. But um, they also get, a, uh, get in the big screens and, and get a victory burger at Circa or the good old South Point where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me at the book. You're going to show me some experimental wins from last night. Santa Clara under, Oregon under, Georgia Tech under, uh, Southern under, Utah Moneyline, Toledo Moneyline. Not a bad night in college hoops. Maybe we're onto something. Knock on wood. But flash me some NBA tickets. Miami Heat in the points. Uh, blowout win. You love seeing that. New Orleans on the money line. Dallas on the money line. Uh, you can flash me a uh, Philly teaser. Eagles down to a minus half point in the under 47 and a half. Uh, but most of all, guys, the play that, that flipped a slight losing night to a slight winning night, getting plus money, 
and it was the last hockey game that we're going to bet here for a few days. The Tampa Bay Lightning, baby. Flash me a Tampa Bay Lightning. Sharp move, plus 105, plus 110, whatever number you got. Uh, but flash me that Lightning ticket, and guess what? First one's on me, next one's on you. Then we're going to post about the book, Sweat Sharp Contrarian Plays, every day. I wish you the best of luck on this uh, this big Wednesday here, guys. And uh, reminder, if you want to get some updated numbers, just go to uh, vsan.com, and you can live stream uh, today, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, me and my guy Mike Pritch. Uh, and, of course, um, you know, if you ever want uh, more information, vsan.com, uh, and that will be uh, streamed all on the live stream and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, so would love to see you guys tune in. But anyway, guys, have a great day. Good luck. And I think Dickie V wanted to say something before we got out of here. Yeah, baby, I just wanted to say it's been tough betting in college basketball, but I think we might be onto something here. Buying low with all these line moves. Totally understand it. Let's go. Appreciate it, Dickie. Appreciate the good vibes. Let's get it, everyone. Have a great day. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great, great day, guys. Remember. Stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Nope. You can get a three and a half and a hook, and uh, you know Kent State falls to three, and then they get rolled. But if we consistently find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, no parlays, that's how we're going to make this thing uh, profitable long term. So good luck. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. I'll see you on BAA, and, uh, and we'll be back at it tomorrow for a little Thirsty Thursday. Have a great Wednesday, guys. Good luck. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.